Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to Quipscope. It's the show where we talk about a game that's just come out or is coming out and we tell you how we're finding it. My name is Ben. And my name is Peter. Hello Peter. Hello Ben. What have you been playing? I've been playing the surprise remaster of Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Mm. Um, Kind of came out of nowhere. I mean looking at the feed of uh, Black Isle, it looks like they have actually been talking about it for some time but I don't think anyone really picked up on it until like right. a week before it was being revealed and then suddenly it was like oh I'm sorry uh, being released mm-hmm. and suddenly uh, people were talking about it so it's a, it's a PS2 classic really um, it's something that a lot of people will remember very fondly uh, we're talking about a hack and slash dungeon crawler RPG it's kind of top down Almost, I mean, I wouldn't say isometric, but it's that kind of angle. You know, it's it's third person, but from almost a bird's eye view. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like Diablo, I think, is probably a good uh, a good comparison. Okay, tell me a little bit about the original game. Then I'm assuming you were a fan of it when it first came out. How many years ago? Probably close to two decades now. Yeah, I'm going to actually just for for correct information i'm gonna mm. pull it up on wikipedia while i while i talk to you but yeah i uh, okay. i was a huge fan of this game it was one of the games that i played with the mysterious peter's gamer uncle that occasionally mm-hmm. gets mentioned on the podcast it had um, couch co-op so that was fun uh it was released let me tell you in 2001 um, mm, so yeah, okay, we're going so back twenty years. I suppose maybe it's sort of intentionally done as kind of an anniversary release. And there was a sequel as well, which was also very very good. And uh, it was uh, left on a cliffhanger, both in the first and second games. And then the third game was was never released, um, despite oh, the fact wow. that it you know it appeared like it should be a a third game in the trilogy but um it it's much beloved and for its time in some ways was graphically quite cutting edge actually it's quite famous for its water sort of engine physics engine 
in that you can jump into a pool of water and the ripples are dynamic and they actually bounce off the the edges of uh, the pool and for 2001 that's really quite something you know people will if you either you or enemies are running through water you'll leave like a wake that will bounce out and ripples will interact with each other and uh, it was really quite impressive this water alone um, mm-hmm. so it's now been released as a remaster and it's available on PlayStation 4 Xbox One and is backwards compatible as well on uh, PlayStation 5 and uh, I imagine Xbox Series X as well um, I'm sure it must be and Nintendo Switch it's also available on um, so in the game you play as one of three characters there's a dwarven warrior, a human archer and an elven sorceress, they all have their own uh, skills that you can unlock and do different spells and abilities they've got certain strengths and weaknesses, for example I believe the elven sorceress can't wear certain kinds of armour um, whereas the the warrior can do um, and uh, so you, you choose one of these three characters and you arrive in Baldur's Gate, which is a city in the Forgotten Realms branch of the Dungeons and Dragons universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a Dungeons and Dragons game. And when you get there, you are mugged in the street immediately on arrival. It's not a nice welcome. No. Um, and you take shelter in the Elf Song Tavern which is, I mean, it's right next to you when you wake up, so it's kind of the logical place to go. And when you get there, uh, it starts out... I mean, this game is almost... It's a bit stereotypical Dungeons & Dragons kind of game in that the first quest that you're given is, please, can you go and clear out some rats in my sewer... uh, in, In my cellar, sorry. And then from the cellar... You kind of go a bit further and there are goblins that need killing. I mean, they're not actually goblins, they're kobolds, but they're essentially goblins. And like halfway through the game, you fight a dragon and, you know, it's all, it's quite on the nose in terms of fantasy tropes. But Mm -hmm. as long as you're not kind of wanting something that's really going to break the mold and do interesting things in the fantasy genre, that's not really going to bother you, I don't think. Um... So that's the the kind of uh, the opening to the story is yeah you get mugged and you're after the thieves who've taken all your stuff you want revenge you want to get your your belongings back and so by doing quests for people and uh, sort of exploring and listening to rumors you'll eventually make your way to the thieves guild and uh, and get revenge but that's only the first third of the game the game is actually three mm. acts okay. And from there, you, you move on elsewhere and have to do other things too. Nice. So you say it's much beloved. There's obviously been a lot of debate over the past, I'd say maybe five years, about the the volume of remasters and remakes in the wild. Obviously, this is a, a remaster, so it's essentially been upscaled and mm. spit-shined rather yeah. than properly remade. How does it look compared to... I mean, I don't know if you a lot of people sort of have nostalgic goggles and when they play these things remastered it's like oh it's just like how i remember but then you go back and play the original one it's muddy and blurry so i don't know if you have a great frame of reference but how how does it look now how does it play now have they made many changes well this is the thing it's kind of good and bad in that sense in that um to me i think looking at it in the remastered form 
is like what you remember with your rose-tinted goggles on, which is a good thing, you know. If you, I think some people, if they went back to play this game on PS2, they might be a bit disappointed that it does look a bit muddy and a bit grainy, and the text can be quite hard to read at times. So now, if you go and play this remastered version, it actually plays like what you want the old one to play like. So it's it, you avoid disappointment in that sense. That's a good thing. Um, on the other hand, that's about as far as it goes in terms of the remaster. It really is just a spit shine, and it it doesn't really kind of they don't break the bank on this and go wild. In fact, they've actually removed a couple of aspects from the game. There used to be a few cheat codes, which, I mean, you know, Cheater Austin was a big fan of those, mm -hmm. where you could get, you know, loads of money and, like, infinite skill points to make yourself a, a cool character. Um, there are unlockable... There have always been unlockable characters in the game. I'm assuming they're still unlockable in this version. Um, you normally get them by completing the game on, like, hard mode or extreme mode, and it's uh, classic characters from the Forgotten Realms world for those who are... Uh, in the know, a character called Dridst, who's been in other games as well. I don't know much about him, but uh, he's he's there, he's available. And you could unlock those as well with the cheat codes early if you just wanted to have fun and not have to play the game on extreme difficulty. Uh, those They've gone out of their way to remove those cheat codes for some reason. Mm. Um, but there aren't, as far as I'm aware, there aren't trophies available for this game. So I don't know why. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to say, I'd have to imagine that would maybe be the reason. But yeah, GTA but it, allows for that, doesn't it? It just disables them. Yeah, but um, it doesn't seem to be that that is the reason. There's no trophies to unlock. So I don't know why they have removed the cheats. Um, also, I mean, it was a bit of a roller coaster, this game, in the, you know, as I say, going way back this the third game in the trilogy was never released so that was a disappointment and then out of nowhere there was this good news hey we're releasing a remaster of dark alliance um this in the wake of the fact that a game called oh, what they're calling it is it just called dark alliance or is it just called it's not just called Baldur's gate but anyway there's a spiritual successor to this game that's sort of the third game but absolutely not the third game at all because it plays completely differently um, mm -hmm. that is in the works right now so that was a, a good bit of news and then uh, as I say they, they announced this remaster it was very exciting and then before the game was actually made available I started to look at some of the footage that was available and I thought mm, I'm not sure about this it looks like it's really just been kind of plopped out you know and they've not really done anything to it they've upresed some of the textures the text looks better and that's kind of it so i was almost despite being optimistic at first i was going into this thinking i was going to be disappointed and then when i played the game that wasn't the case um i think it it looks as i say it looks like you what you want it to look like uh, if you played the game back in the day and Really, the only things that I think let it down are the fact that the, as I say, the cheats have been removed for no reason. I don't know why that was that was done. Uh, the lighting engine is a bit off at times in that some of the spells that you can cast, I mean, I can't really cast spells because I'm playing the dwarf and he can't really do a lot of magic, but some of the spells you can cast as the sorceress, they would give off their own lighting. So you would cast a magic missile or something and it would give a silvery glow as it made its way through a corridor. And that now seems to have also been... I mean, I don't think they've gone out of their way to remove it, but whatever they've done to the lighting engine, that doesn't seem to work anymore. So you don't get these kind of 
um, extra lighting effects from the things that you're doing as a character. So that's a shame. Uh, and also I've had just a couple of very occasional minor but weird glitches where I've been pushing like a barrel around the room or something and suddenly within one frame I've gone too close to a wall and it's disappeared presumably on the other side of the wall and it's just uh. gone forever which is fine because they're just containers that you smash open and there's like a couple of coins inside or whatever but uh, I never had that with the original game and now on PS5 <laughs> the barrels will occasionally move through a wall so right. um uh, on the whole, I think that if people played this game in 2001 or, you know, subsequent years and enjoyed it a lot and have always wanted to go back to it, I think this is pretty much spot on for that. You will enjoy replaying this from a nostalgic point of view and it will be as you remember it, even though the way you remember it is not actually accurate. So that's, that's all good. Um, for people who haven't played this, I think you'd have to be a fan of the genre, quite a big fan of the genre, a, a Diablo fan perhaps, um, and uh, because it can be a bit grindy and it's very hack and slash. It's really, you get hordes and hordes of enemies that you have to really grind your way through. Now, I'm not saying that as a complaint. I enjoy it. I'm, in, I'm really having a good time with this game. I put as much time into playing this game this week as I have into Resident Evil 8 so I mean that alone says you know that's that's not a bad thing um, but certainly it, it's not going to be for everyone because it's like 25 30 pounds something like that which is quite a lot really for a game this old um, so uh, but that's that's my advice I think make sure you know what you're getting letting yourself in for if you've not played the original and the looting as well is that's the most rewarding thing there's constant weapons and armor and coins being dropped and it is quite uh it gives you a little rush i think when you see a glowing sword fall out of an enemy and go oh yeah that's great i'll use that or sell it whatever um so there's a lot to be said for this game but uh i advise caution to those who aren't fans okay yeah nice Baldur's gate yeah more like Baldur's late because it's been 20 years and he's only just made it to last-gen consoles. Whoa, easy. Don't be, no. don't be, don't be so I'm sarcastic. Not, I'm not holding back. More like, like Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, more like Baldur's Gate Snark Alliance with oh, what you just said there. Bloody hell. Complaining about how long it's been. Jeez. God, you took my head off with that retort. Yeah, I know. Good lord. I, don't, I can't fire back at that one. Well, don't, don't do it. I won't. Watch me. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for watching slash listening. If you are listening to this Quipscope on our podcast feed, if you're watching on mm -hmm. YouTube, these Quipscopes are now available over on your podcast provider of choice. So. Yeah, triplejud.mup forward slash podcast. You can find it there if you just yeah. want to listen. But uh, obviously the gameplay adds something, doesn't it? It doesn't certainly it? does. Something. Yeah, if you're listening, go check it out on YouTube. And there's a video, video available. Yeah. There we go. All right. We'll catch you later, everybody. Thank you for watching. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.